Welcome to the Career Zone podcast, where each episode we spend some time focusing on something that's on students' minds right now. I'm your host, Rachel, Employability and Careers Consultant with the University of Exeter. You can catch up on all of our episodes by doing all of those subscribing and following things. We're on Spotify and iTunes. In this episode, we'll be exploring the heritage sector. The idea of working in the heritage and cultural sectors appeals to many graduates, particularly, but not exclusively, to those students who have studied history, classics and archaeology. So in this episode, we'll take some time to think about this sector in more detail. I'm Zoe Hendon and I'm Head of Collections at the Museum of Domestic Design and Architecture. I think the thing to remember if you're considering a career in the museum, heritage and cultural sector is that it's only partly about being interested in the past. Museums and heritage organisations need people who are interested in engaging audiences in the present. They need people who can make historic places or collections interesting and engaging to today's audiences and indeed to more diverse audiences than ever before. So I think developing digital skills will be of prime importance for future heritage and cultural professionals because there's a real need for people who understand social media, can develop online content, understand data analytics and so much more. In other words, knowing about old things is not sufficient. You need to be able to connect to people and to bring the past alive for the benefit of the people in the present. There are lots of different roles on offer in this sector. There are more obvious ones such as curator, archivist and exhibitions officer. Then there are roles which might be more focused on utilising transferable interests and skills such as volunteer manager, education officer or fundraising officer. There are broader roles which any organisation needs such as finance, marketing and HR. The cultural heritage sector increasingly needs people with digital skills, whether that's content creation, social media or data analytics. In this way, A career in the culture and heritage sector could come about because you've studied a particular discipline and you find yourself in whatever role is available and you can put your skills to it. Or it could come about from studying something else entirely and wanting to apply your skills in a sector that you're passionate about. If you're at the early stages of exploring this sector, one of the most effective ways to work out whether this is a sector for you or not, and if it is, how to get started in it, is by researching and hearing from people who are already working in the sector. If you visit the Career Zone webpages on the culture and heritage sector, you'll find links to job profiles and detailed information on a wide range of roles, such as links to relevant professional bodies and alumni videos and blogs. If you do decide this sector is the one for you, it's worth bearing in mind that while there are lots of roles in lots of organisations, Job vacancies are limited and many are short-term contracts, so therefore job security can be a bit of an issue for some entrants. If this is a sector you want to pursue roles in, it's worth thinking about working on a freelance or self-employed basis to build up your portfolio of experience. In order to be successful in getting a job in this sector, work experience is extremely important and postgraduate courses may be an entry requirement for some roles. Much of the work experience as people start out in the sector is through volunteering, However, there are a limited number of paid positions for students and graduates and at the University of Exeter we're committed to the principle that you should be paid for the work that you do and all sectors should be accessible to everyone. 
That's why you'll find on our sector web pages we've highlighted organisations with paid work experience opportunities, as well as organisations such as the Heritage Fund and Creative Access, who collate opportunities specifically focused on diversifying the workforce within the sector by providing opportunities for people from specific backgrounds. It's also why we offer schemes within the career zone too. For example, our professional pathways in arts, culture and heritage host paid internships with a wide range of organisations every summer. And our access to internship scheme enables access to funding for students from widening participation backgrounds who want to gain experience in organisations which wouldn't have otherwise been able to pay them. The Career Mentor Scheme has mentors available from this sector, so it's worth signing up to gain insight from other people's experiences too. Hopefully, this has given you some ideas to get going with exploring whether a career in the culture and heritage sector could be for you, and, if it might be, how to get started in gaining relevant experience. This was the Career Zone podcast, brought to you by the University of Exeter Career Zone. Check out iTunes and Spotify to keep up with all of our regular releases. And if you'd like us to cover something else in another episode, just send us a message, hashtag careerzonepodcast at UOE Careers on Twitter or at UOE Career Zone or at UOE Cornwall Career Zone on Instagram. And we'll follow up in one of the next episodes.